Happy Friday, everyone, and welcome to another episode of From the Honeycomb, a podcast that creates a spark of positive energy in your home to design, architecture, yoga, meditation, and travel. I've created this podcast as a place to come for design inspiration and especially to learn about Vastu Shastra with a modern approach. I am your host, Katerina Burenova, and welcome to From the Honeycomb. Well, I am very excited to be here recording. I feel here a bit of a splash or something. I am, fair warning, I am recording from the bathtub again. If you've listened to my episode from Bathtub Confessions, you'll understand why. But it's been a long week and I wanted to relax and also record this episode because the topic of this week's episode is, of course, the word I chose for the year 2022, which is to surrender. And I feel like surrendering to everything that's going on around me and drawing a bath, just laying in the warmth, watching the candle glow next to me is just a perfect place to talk about how I've been doing and checking in with you as well, my listeners, on how you're doing. I'm, I know this episode's coming out in May and I don't want to get too forward thinking and thinking, oh my gosh, you know, it is almost halfway through the year, but I did want to take a moment to reflect on what your word of the year is. If you listen to the first episode of 2022 about surrendering and how surrender is my word of the year, which if you haven't listened to the episode, I encourage you to go back and listen. I actually listened earlier today just as a refresher, reminder, what was going on on the first week of January and the plans I had, we had for the first part of the year and how it's funny how much has changed even such a little time. And by surrendering, a lot has changed in a good way and plans were shifted and surprise passing of exams, which I will share with you. It wasn't my exam, it was Jesse's exam. So there were just so many things that didn't go according to plan. By tapping into my word every time some difficulty came up and remembering, just surrender. It's going to be okay. Everything is going to work out. You just have to let go and trust the process. And by Tapping into just this word, it has been so beneficial on how I approached just all the challenges and changes that came up. And so I really want to check in this episode with everyone and share my progress with you. So yeah, it's very excited and very relaxed in this warm Epsom salt bath with the glow of the candle. It's really nice, although... The wax is melting all over the place, so we will see how long this candle lasts next to me. So if you are new to the podcast, we begin every episode with grounding down and thinking of something we are grateful for in this present moment, whatever it, it may be. It could be something small or something large in your life that has just brought you just a huge sense of gratitude. And for me, looking back on the last few weeks and how now I'm recording my first solo episode, 
I've had some incredible guests on that I have and am just so beyond grateful for. They took the time to sit down and record with me. I'm just beyond grateful because I made so many incredible connections. I learned so many interesting things. I think you guys as well. I loved how much you guys enjoyed the episodes. It was just so fun and creative to really step out of my comfort zone as well. For the month of March, I made it a goal to at least record one virtual... Okay, I'm gonna have to blow out the candle. <laughs> this is not... It's gonna be a wax museum. All right. Okay, candle is blown out. We do not have a fire safety hazard anymore. Ugh makes me think of building codes, which is what I'm studying for my exam right now. But so back to the amazing guests I had on and how, again, I stepped out of my comfort zone and I made it a goal for myself in March to virtually record one, at least one episode. And I was really nervous. I wasn't sure technology wise if I'd be able to do something like this. All my, you know, my previous guests mostly has been Jesse. My mom was in town once. I uh, went up to LA to meet with Stephanie for an episode. So I was very nervous on how would this go virtually. And I ended up just surrendering to that goal and realizing, you know what? It's going to happen. It's going to happen. And I ended up recording three episodes in March with guests and I think one or two more in April. And I'm just so grateful that and proud of myself for, again, stepping out of the comfort zone, making these connections with people. I've also started to acquire a list of more people I want to have on. And by having a virtual recording, there's so many amazing people out there that I am so excited to have on my podcast. Recordings will probably start this summer and just getting that scheduled and I'm just it was just such a fun, creative process for me. And so I'm really, really grateful that I had some amazing guests on. And if you haven't listened to, I encourage you to listen to some of the past episodes because there have been some really fun, fascinating people on. So I'll let you discover them for yourself. So as I mentioned, my word for 2022 was surrender. And last year, 2021, it was hustle and I had burnt out by the end of December. And so for this year, I really wanted to be more present and not stress about all the things I want to accomplish because what ended up happening is I burned out last year because I had put so much pressure on me to get X, Y, and Z done in a certain amount of time and a timeline that I had made up for myself that was beyond difficult. It was not possible for me to accomplish everything. And so taking a step back, just reflecting on the last few months, I have really just slowed down in the amount of work I felt like I needed to get done in a day and just being gentle with myself and giving myself the grace to accomplish anything I needed to do. Because if I did so, I ended up accomplishing more. Like I said, with the recording with everybody virtually for the guests, I only gave myself one little goal and I ended up exceeding it. 
And so for the last few months, I've been giving myself every month, at the beginning of every month, little goals that I hope to accomplish. And what I think happened last year was I gave myself goals that just weren't possible to accomplish without focusing solely on the one goal. And so breaking down goals into littler, smaller, more achievable parts has been really just so, so helpful and less stressful and also being kind to myself when I don't reach that goal. And again, surrendering and saying, you know, it's okay. You don't have to get all of this done in this time frame because you made this goal that you needed to accomplish. And I've really noticed that my stress has reduced. I have less headaches, as I mentioned, I started getting those last year. And overall, I feel like my health has been better and I feel like I feel stronger, feel better. And just, that's another thing is just focusing on how much stress can affect my health and my productivity. And so that has been really, really helpful. And as I've been studying for this next exam, usually when I put together a schedule, I say today, you know, Monday, read 30 pages, then do notes on 30 pages. Tuesday, read 30 pages, do notes on 30 pages, review, flashcards. And I'm so, I was always so structured. And it works the first few times, but then some of the exams, things would come up or I got sick or workload at work just became too much to handle. And maybe I would fall back behind on those tasks, on those things I set for myself. Have to get this, this and done. And like almost like homework assignments. And then I would become more stressed about not getting the reading done. So I would try to hurry, hurry through the readings to make sure I could check off that task. And maybe I didn't actually soak in the knowledge I was supposed to because I was rushing only to achieve that check, done, got it, task is done. And so this time I approached this study process with more patience and more like just letting myself flow with if I feel like studying, I will study. If I'm exhausted or maybe not in the mood to study, let's see if I can do something that helps me the next day so I can get something else achieved while I study more the next day when I'm more in the mood. Because of course I'm never, I mean, who is in the mood to study? There's only a few people. But I also do get motivated to study. There are certain things that come up throughout the day and or things throughout, you know, my job. And I go, you know what, if I had a license, I could do something, you know, I could do this. And so there's the motivation, but some days are just pure exhaustion. And do I really want to sit down and read 30 pages about how to connect wood, I guess wood framing and the history of wood framing? No, I do not want to sit down and read about the history of wood framing and why we frame wood the way we do and how they did it 100 years ago. And so... I just, this one book I'm reading, I've read it multiple times and I'm just like, you know what? I'm not gaining anything from this by sitting here and reading this book. So I'm just going to surrender, focus on something else. Looking back on the last few months and knowing how things didn't go to plan, a big one is we were supposed to go to Nicaragua in March for my 30th birthday and for our honeymoon. 
If you follow me on social media or you've been listening to this podcast, you know we are we never went to Nicaragua. And that was a decision we had to make fairly quickly back in February because here's more surrendering at the start of the year, it was chaotic at work. And of course, COVID was just cases were high. Jesse unfortunately got COVID. He was studying for his contractor's license. We had so much going on. And then I was in charge of putting together the Nicaragua trip because I wasn't studying for the first time in what feels like forever. And as I was doing all the research about traveling and requirements, it came up that you needed to have a PCR test done to enter Nicaragua and to come back into the United States. And I ended up finding a test that you can use to get back into the United States if you are vaccinated. It's over the phone and you get the kit beforehand. And I'm sure a lot of you are familiar with this now. Back in January, February, it's still a little bit new. So I figured, okay, I can figure out how to get us from Nicaragua to the US. But it didn't occur to me, I still have to get us from US to Nicaragua. They required a PCR test. Now, PCR tests are much more detailed and excuse my lack of medical knowledge on this, but when they put the Q-tip in for a PCR test, it takes more COVID particles, things, cells, and can find ones that are even dead, I guess, if I'm explaining this correctly. And please read your local regulations, guidelines, do not take them. This is back from February. And so COVID restrictions and testing is constantly changing. So this information could be out of date. But at the time, my understanding was that PCR tests take more detailed cells of COVID. And even if you had COVID, let's say three months ago, you could still test positive because you have leftover COVID stuff in your nose. And... (sighs) I know this is, I'm getting my architecture degree, guys. Not, I'm not going to be a doctor, don't worry. And so I freaked out because I realized by the time we fly to Nicaragua, it'll only have been 40 days-ish about since Jesse had COVID, which would mean his chance of testing positive was very high. And so we made the conscious decision to cancel the trip mainly due to that because looking at our cancellation policies, we would have lost 70% of our accommodations, our flights, which don't even get me started with the airline. I will never fly that airline. We lost half of our airfare, even though we were supposed to get it all back, which that was a nightmare within and of itself. We paid extra to get all our money back in case of any cancellation. We only got half our money back and with no explanation, the customer service with this airline was absolutely ridiculous. I just, I don't wanna share names of this because this is supposed to be a positive podcast and I don't wanna bad mouth certain airlines, but this airline, oh my gosh, nightmare, absolute nightmare. And so, We weren't able to get that money back, but I knew coming up to the trip, if we had to cancel 24 hours before our flight was going to leave, we would leave, we would lose 70% of our accommodation fees. We both said, you know what? It's not worth the stress. We're trying to go on a vacation to relax, right? To surrender, to enjoy a beautiful country, to relax, to celebrate our honeymoon, to celebrate my 30th birthday we didn't want to be stressed about the process, stressed about getting there, stressed about taking the test. 
And so we made the decision to move the trip to May. And throughout March, we ended up celebrating my 30th birthday in Big Bear. So locally, we went up for the weekend and ended up having a blast. We tried snowboarding for the first time. We ended up having a lot of fun. We recorded an episode in the Airbnb we stayed in because that was super cool. And so in that moment when we were in Big Bear, I realized, you know how, like, we could have been in a treehouse right now on a volcano island in Central America, but because we knew don't force it, don't push this trip, let's relax, let's let it go. We were able to have an incredible time in Big Bear. We had fun recording the episode there. The place was cool, we had a hot tub. Jesse and I had never seen snow together because we love the warmth. We do not vacationing in snow only if you're skiing or snowboarding for me. I do not ever want to live in it again. And so it was just a super fun trip. That trip would not have happened had we gone to Nicaragua. And I'm sure Nicaragua would have been amazing in March. We made the decision to move the trip to May. As we started working with the airline to try to get the money back, I came to a point where I was so done with this airline. I was so done with the stress and the process of trying to rebook a flight with them because they're the only airline that we could fly from Southern California to Nicaragua. I had one, just one day at work where I remember getting an email and they're like, oh, we won't get you all the money back. And so I told Jesse, I said, you know what? We're not going to Nicaragua. I can't deal with this airline. If we were to go to the, there was one other option, I should say. There was one other option, which was to fly through Mexico on a Mexican airline, but it would have cost twice as much, which we weren't willing to pay. So, but still, that wasn't an option. And so I said, you know what? We're going to find a list of all the countries and what everybody's requirements are. And we're going to pick a country that does not require testing if you're vaccinated and that does not require actually any form of testing because that was within and of itself also a nightmare. In Nicaragua, there's only one testing center in the entire country and it's in the capital. And we would have had to do a five hour road trip, two and a half hours there, two and a half hours back the day before we were supposed to leave in order to be able to get back to the US to deal with it all. It was just a planning nightmare. And now when you're going, even before COVID, when you're going on vacation, you want to relax. You do not want to have to the hassle of coordinating appointments and doing all that stuff. And we did that, of course, a lot during our wedding trip to Madeira. And so this trip was supposed to be no appointments, no trying to deal with getting places on time to get things tested, to get all this so we could line up so we could leave the country, come back from the country. And so one night we sat down, I ended up finding an article that listed all the countries in alphabetical order with their link to the country's like travel. So it was all legit information and it said, okay, so like for, you know, first country, it was, I think, I'm trying to think what the first one was like Antigua or I guess Aruba, one of the A countries. I know that's not the first A country, but one of those A countries. And then you would click on it and it would take you straight to their travel website and their government website and say, here's the requirements and here's what you need. And so we decided we weren't going to cross the Atlantic or the Pacific Ocean. We were going to stay in the Americas. And so we weren't going to go north because it's too cold. <laughs> so we're going to go south, but not too south because of course in South America, by the time it's May, they're already gearing up for their winter. So we started to push just the circle, the window, the square, the unique shape of where we were gonna go, and it started to get smaller and smaller. 
and we started to look at, I believe it was the Cayman Islands, the Bahamas were an idea, but we wanted to not have to deal with jet lag and we didn't want to spend too much time flying. And so we kind of honed in more and more and more on Central America. We ended up choosing to go to Belize, which Belize, still fingers crossed at this time, does not require any tests for vaccinated people, which is really nice because Another thing that's very frustrating, as you travelers know, is when you travel and you have to take COVID tests, they're not cheap. And especially, well, they weren't in Nicaragua. That was another couple hundred we were going to spend just on getting tested. And so we just said, nope, enough's enough. Let's surrender and let's pick a country that is going to be more relaxing for us to visit so we can really enjoy ourselves. And so that was a huge moment within the last few months that I really noticed. I personally just went, this isn't meant to be. And I think even if it happened last year, I would have pushed, we, of course we would have pushed. I mean, you know, we are like, oh no, it's not, you know, we're not gonna let COVID win. We're not gonna let all these restrictions. We're just gonna push through because man, we wanna do this vacation. But now the approach is very different. We decided to go to Belize. There's been some feeling about planning Belize versus Nicaragua, which we one day hope to go, really. We, I mean, the research we did ahead of time, it looks like a beautiful country. Just unfortunately, just very difficult to get to at this time where neighboring countries, even Costa Rica doesn't require vaccinate, doesn't require testing, or they require antigen tests, which antigen tests aren't as specific as the PCR tests. And so there's just been some sort of feeling as we've been booking the Airbnbs and communicating with people and also telling people, we're not going to Nicaragua, actually, we're going to Belize. People have had a different response. They're like, oh my gosh, you'll love it there. And oh, we were there, which we didn't exactly have when we were planning Nicaragua, which kind of made it fun because everyone's like, wow, that's really unique. No, we haven't been there. A lot of people have been to Belize. Seems like they do speak a lot of English. I believe the roads are in miles per hour. And so there's just a different, there's just been this sense of ease with planning this trip and just everything just feels right about it. And just trusting our gut instincts, we know that we made the right decision and we didn't force it and didn't push it. So that's been, that was the biggest thing. And I think, so the two areas I've noticed where, at least for this part of the beginning part of the year I've surrendered is, yes, there's this little day-to-day -day things where I just, okay, if you can't get that task done, can't get it done, that's okay. And you'll get it done tomorrow, unless of course there's any major deadlines. But that's the thing is giving yourself space to not stress about little things that can wait things that don't require, you know, there are of course deadlines at work and, you know, things like returning your, getting your taxes done and all of that, things that require, but not letting, what Jesse calls, I love what he calls it is recreational stress. He's like, don't, giving yourself recreational stress, this isn't stress, this is, you do not need to give yourself this, this, you are stressing about something that is insignificant and that is so important because, there are big things to stress about, of course. You haven't keeping your job and paying your rent on time and making sure your, your car is running and things like that. Things that are you, you do should stress about. But really focusing on not letting yourself, and I work on this every single day. It's a work in progress of just not stressing about the small things and letting go. And that's been 
really a game changer for me how I've approached, again, the, the travel situation. I mean, we were really bummed, we're not gonna lie, about changing our trip because, of course, this trip, there was a fund for our wedding registry had our Nicaragua honeymoon on it and so many people knew about it and so, but we knew it was the right thing for us because it became too stressful. And so when something becomes too stressful as well, you know, you have to think, is this, is this worth it? Or is this recreational stress? So there is a difference. I want you to also, if you did do the exercise from the first episode of the year about surrendering in 2022, then I want you to take a moment after this episode to sit down and reflect on how are you tapping into this word or this phrase that you chose for this year and what challenges has it brought and what rewards has it brought? Have you noticed that you are approaching things differently or you are doing things differently, even planning things or however your day-to-day -day life has changed and how have you also looked at the big things that came up and did you approach them differently, handle them differently because of this word that you chose for this year. So I really encourage you to take that time to really reflect as I have reflected today and just sharing with you a little update because it has been a while since I did a solo podcast episode. And so just wanting to check in with all of you. I know it's, it's almost halfway through the year, but we still have some time to, yeah, check in and just see how we're doing because spring is almost over and the best season of, at least I think, is coming is summertime. And so I guess shedding that winter and spring skin and that fresh start of spring and summer coming up. So I think it'd be a great time to sit down and reflect just as I have. And I want to thank you so much for reflecting with me and I hope that you have also seen a positive change in your last few months because of the word or phrase that you chose for this year. If you like this episode, please give it a heart or thumbs up and click the follow button so you can stay up to date on the latest episodes. Follow me on Instagram at From the Honeycomb Podcast, and I'd love if you would send me a DM to share what your word of 2022 is this year and the changes you have seen that this word or phrase has brought into your life. Thank you so much for listening, and see you next Friday.